When Barack Hussein Obama, the 44th president of the United States, was in office, he wore the same thing every single day. Okay, not exactly the same thing like he was in the character in, in The Simpsons, but pretty much the same thing every single day. He wore a white shirt with a blue or grey suit, and he didn't entertain the idea of switching up this pattern during his eight years as a leader of the free world. Why? His reasoning was simple. He had so many decisions to make with massive real-world consequences that he didn't need to lose time or valuable headspace thinking about whether pairing a pastel pink shirt and brown brogues would make him any more or less popular with the electorate. He had other things to think about. And so do you. You might not be the US president, but if you're listening to this show, the chances are you're a person in business, perhaps even a CEO, looking to gain a little bit more balance in a world that is constantly asking you, what's next? If that's you and you're looking for a little advice and support, you've come to the right place. When I was young, I didn't have dreams to become president of the United States, not only because I had a reasonable understanding of the geography of the situation, making it very unlikely that that dream would come true, but also I, I just loved playing hockey and I wasn't prepared to sacrifice my time on the rink in the hopes that one day I'd be sitting in the Oval Office. Also, the West Wing hadn't come out at this point, so if I'm honest, I really hadn't given it much for that this intro suggests. Anyway, moving on. When I was younger, I didn't spend too much time thinking about what to wear. What I spent a lot of time thinking about was what I was going to eat. I was a chubby kid. I grew up in a bakery and children, as we all know, since we were all one once, can be cruel. I knew I was a chubby kid and I was reminded of it every day by my peers. This resulted in food and cravings becoming an obsession well before I even knew what the word obsession meant. Now I'm I'm pleased and, and relieved to say that food cravings do not control my life anymore. I have found simplicity and balance in a world begging me not to. And in this episode, I'm going to explain how. Welcome to the Andrew Silito Show. We've got a tasty episode for you today. Let's get stuck in. I'm your host, Andrew Silito. This podcast is a result of my purpose to help ambitious business owners like you avoid stress, overwhelm, and burnout in the workplace. In this podcast, I share everything I've learned about how to grow a profitable business, stay fit and healthy, maintain strong relationships, and develop the right mindset for success. So you can thrive, feel inspired, and work at your full potential. Most of us are living in a world that our grandparents couldn't even imagine. I'm 45 years old, and I know that when my grandpa was 45, he was facing food shortages, rationing, and uncertainties that span far wider than should I try the new takeaway down the road or deliver my old favourite straight to the door. And yet, if you're anything like me, you often find yourself in a state of panic when you wander into a supermarket or shop to grab some food on the go. We are, almost all of us, used to facing a very different problem to food shortages. Our food problems almost all come down to excess both too much food and, more pressingly, too much choice. Thousands of food companies suggest that their product offers a more exciting, delicious alternative to the others, if their constant advertisements are to be believed. I have found myself standing in a supermarket in the frozen aisle as I try and comprehend the sheer scale of my mind-melting task, which is, what do I want for dinner? Recently, I made the choice to take the choice away. I did an Obama. Now, I don't know if the Nobel Peace Prize winning president would appreciate me referring to him as doing an Obama as removing choice from everyday life. Probably not. But he's probably not listening. So I'll just carry on. 
A few years ago, I discovered the world of intermittent fasting, or IF as it's sometimes called. I'm thrilled to say that since moving to a fasting lifestyle, I'm feeling less stress, less anxious, and less hungry. Mathematically, I didn't understand how eating less would actually make me feel fuller, but it did and it does. Intermittent fasting may not be for everyone. I'm not a medical professional, so I want to be very clear that what I'm talking about here is my own personal relationship with food. But I hope that by talking about my journey, you will also start thinking about yours. And here are some facts to start off. Since the 1960s, in the Western world, humans are eating an average of an extra 500 calories per person per day. This is basically the equivalent of an extra meal every single day. This increase in caloric intake is matched by the increase of food choices. We are able to get more food faster than ever before. And these meals are often made with more sugar, unhealthy fats, they're processed, much more than we would expect. But that's not the focus of this episode today. If any of you have turned on Netflix with the idea of just seeing what's on and spent between 30 seconds and what seems like 48 hours scanning through endless categories of shows, documentaries and films, you are not alone. The overwhelming choice of Netflix and and in the name of fairness, other streaming services too, is more paralyzing than it is useful. And the same can be said for our food choices. What intermittent fasting does for me is allows my mind and my body to focus on other aspects of my day. Intermittent fasting allows me to take the obsession from my food choices. The results have been cleansing for my mind and for my body. I felt the benefit so keenly that that I'm sometimes surprised to remember that I haven't been doing it this way forever. But I haven't been. I've been a victim, and I don't use that word lightly, of the food industry and the diet industry. Those industries that make us buy more and more, increasing our sugar intake and our unhealthy fats and processed foods to almost unrecognizable levels. Yet those ones, they made me furious, and now I fast. Intermittent fasting has been used for spiritual reasons throughout history, Lent in the Christian calendar, Ramadan in the Islamic calendar. They're both periods where food intake is restricted and that thought and time that would be put into meals is saved for other aspects of our life, like mostly thinking about those who are less fortunate than ourselves and how we can help them. This period of fasting removes the obsession from our food planning and frees up valuable brain space, allowing you to become more present and in the moment. We're not thinking about what we might need later. We are able to think about what we need right now. And what I'm about to say next is entirely my own personal relationship with food. But I've found that since fasting intermittently that my physical performance in sport and hockey have improved. My mind is clearer. I feel less distracted. I'm healthier. I'm a happier person. Do not have choice anxiety. You know, I know what my body needs and how it performs its best with one healthy, well-balanced meal at the end of the day with some snacks. And I'm talking about healthy snacks. For me, that would be maybe some boiled eggs, a handful of nuts around midday onwards. I usually eat with an eight-hour window. Sometimes it's a four-hour window, which is not uncommon with fellow fasters. Usually, I I wouldn't eat before 12. I do enjoy my coffee, and I know that that's debatable whether that's fasting if I have a cup of coffee in the morning, but I love my coffee. But it is important for me to stay hydrated as well, so I drink a lot of water. I found clean eating to be one of the single most important changes that I've made in my life. I encourage you to take the obsession out of your day and start listening to what your body truly needs. 
I found that through fasting, I've become less obsessive, less distracted, and less furious. This has been the Andrew Zolito Show. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for joining me. For more free resources and content on how to grow and lead your business and become the best version of yourself, head over to andrewsilito.com.